This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Annual Pass. This is the Rooster Teeth podcast where we talk about all things theme park related from rides to shows to foods to everything inside of the gates. I'm your host, Jack Patillo, and of course, joined joined joining me as always is my beautiful and talented co-host mr jeff ramsey hi jeffrey hi jack don't worry man i I heard the flub but i am just as distracted as you are you gave me a visual (laughs) aid and now i can't pay attention to you because i'm looking at that's okay we we have a very special episode today that's our first we so we're we're, as we you know this podcast been going for almost half a year now jeff do you know that we're this episode 25 well i'll say this this podcast has been going on for half a year and i just now signed those free uh, well, we park always, maps. We only started doing that for a while. Okay, uh, anyway, <laughs> for those of you who've been listening, you know that you know I, I've said, like, hey, we'll give away some park maps to some people answer some questions over on Rooster Teeth and, and the comments and stuff. I finally today brought a stack of park maps for Jeff to sign. And so if you have one one, I'll be mailing those out relatively soon. So uh, anyway, thank you very much. Went through my personal collection, pulled down a whole bunch of maps, and uh, I'll be sitting in your way. There's everything. I got Disneyland in there. Oh, I, got I, some, I got Hollywood Studios in there. I got a Schlitterbahn in there. I got a whole bunch of stuff. I signed a, a bunch of different stuff. And one very lucky or unlucky person will get the benefit of, I forgot that I uh, I changed my signature. I'm going with a lowercase <laughs> g instead of an uppercase oh, g. Yeah, now going forward. And I've been doing it on on the other podcasts when I sign stuff pretty okay. consistently. And I did all of those park maps with the lowercase g, except for the one in the middle where I <gasps> forgot, and I did the uppercase g. And then I saw it, and I went, Ugh. "Oops!" So I apologize to you, nice uh, whoever's going to win that one. Person who gets my gross uppercase g. So uh, as I said, today is going to be a very special episode. It's the first time ever we're doing a water park, Jeff. I'm pretty excited, and it's one I've been to. Yeah, yeah. So this is something you may have actually ridden before, so I'm excited to do this. We're talking about Master Blaster at Schlitterbahn, which is a uh, water park in New Braunfels, Texas, which is just south of Austin, about an hour south of Austin. I'm excited to talk about it. And as a matter of fact, I went there last weekend, Jeff. You did. So I very. When was the last time you'd been to Schlitterbahn? Probably. Four to five years prior to that. Had it changed? Not really. Were there new rides or anything? There were a couple, I think. Okay. Um, but like it was it's the end of the season, so they're shutting down. Like Schlitterbahn is closed now yeah. for the season. So it was literally like the last full day of the park fully open. Even then stuff was closed. Was it crowded? It wasn't that crowded. It wasn't that wasn't That's that bad. Yeah, yeah. Which was nice. So uh, And this was over the weekend? This was over the weekend. This was on a Saturday. Which is funny because it was still probably 105 degrees. <laughs> it was Texas, very it was like yeah. 95, I think. It was yeah. very hot. And I'll tell you something, Jeff. You know, you go there and Schlitterbahn tickets like fifty five bucks for a day. Yeah. Or for $99, you can get an annual pass for the rest of this season and next season. So guess who has an annual pass to Schlitterbahn? You just ushered in a new pandemic. Thank you. <laughs> Why would you do that to us? Next season, Jeff. Ne- next season. Oh, Jack. This it, is what happened last time. Oh, no, that's You're true. You're hubris. Oh, no crap. Okay, well, anyway, uh, 2022, <laughs> we're going to Schlitterbahn a number of times. I can't wait. When does it open? I think April or May, something like that. So um, I'll go ahead and wash my swim trunks now. <laughs> right. Don't you always wear swim trunks? <laughs> Up until today. Today's <laughs> a f- Dude, that's another thing, t- because I woke up this morning, it was 55 degrees. Very chilly. The, the heat broke, uh-huh. finally, yesterday. The high was 87. And so today is the first day I've put on pants <laughs> in I don't know how long. Probably since it is, April. It is nice and chilly 
It's a good time to get out to the theme park. Still hot in Florida, though, if you're going out there. Yeah, it is. couple of things, a couple of housekeeping things. First of all, A, number one, hi, community. We love you. The, the pass holders are my favorite group of people on the planet. That's not what you were calling them last night when you were talking to Elise. <laughs> Elise had a, our friend Elise had a new name for the uh, pass holders that is less family-friendly than pass holders. So uh, we're going to stick with that one. Anyway, we have a new shirt in the store. It came out a couple weeks ago. We have the new annual pass spooky Halloween shirt. It's all themed around the uh, the Haunted Mansion. looks really cool. I love that shirt. I like it so much, and I'm being totally honest with you, Jack, that I wore it on Monday. Wow. And then I thought, oh, I should save it. To, I, I shouldn't have worn it today. I should wear it on Annual Pass when we record. Yeah. Because I have been doing that, wearing an Annual Pass shirt every day we record, which would be kind of like James Hetfield of Metallica and Lars wearing Metallica <laughs> shirts on stage. It's very lame, but I don't care. Yeah. And then I got so excited about it yesterday, I wore it again. And then I thought, ah, you, you wore it again. I forgot. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wear it three times in one week. So. Oh man. Uh, but we, we we have that up in the store right now. Store.roosty.com. Grab an annual pass shirt. We have a couple different shirts now. We have the hat. We have the windbreaker as well. And we have more stuff coming. I promise. We have some really really cool stuff coming. So uh, check that out. Store.roosty.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media as well. Annual underscore pass on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to email us, annualpass at roosterteeth.com. So uh, if you have anything you want to tell us about, like this, for example. So one of my favorite things the pass holder has been doing is, I, again, I read all the comments on Annual Pass. I go through it every single week, read all the comments. And my new favorite thing is the number of people in our comments trying to explain G-forces to us. So <laughs> I have a new comment from Frisbee1 who's trying to clarify some stuff for us. Frisbee1 says, perhaps some further information on G-forces for clarification. The linear slash lateral and positive slash negative terms that were discussed simply refer to the direction that g-forces are applied to the body for what g-forces are here's a little more detail from a mechanical engineer we're getting detail with this here we go G-forces are all about your acceleration relative to the acceleration due to gravity. When standing on the ground at sea level, you experience 1G based on your weight, or your weight equals your mass times acceleration, often written as G when acceleration is due to gravity. So that's W equals M times A. Which I hope I, this is going to be an open I, book test. We're going to go with this. As you begin moving around by walking, running, driving, or riding a coaster, the acceleration you experience changes and is measurable. To determine the Gs, you simply take the measure acceleration and divide it by the acceleration due to gravity obviously for example if you experienced a downward acceleration twice the acceleration of gravity you are experiencing two g's and it would feel like you weigh twice as much since your mass doesn't change this is why astronauts weigh slash would weigh different amounts on different planets or the moon hope this clarifies things more than it confuses jeff do you feel like here's you're what more i clarify here's what i learned uh i learned that the average annual pass listener or pass holder as we call them uh -huh. lovingly is measurably and markedly smarter than I am. Absolutely. That confluence of words you just expressed, those were I, I knew every word you said. <laughs> you I, heard it was those English, words. I okay. understood, uh -huh. I know the meaning of every word you said. I'm very fluent in the English language. Uh -huh. uh, however, something about the pairing of those words in that specific <laughs> manner made it sound like a different language. Okay, okay, I get that. Did it clear everything up for you? Oh, yeah, I know everything now. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> totally got it. So there were also like four other comments oh, explaining no. G-forces. Uh, TNT Raider threw another one out there. There's a, there's a whole bunch of people trying to explain how G-forces work for us, but uh, we'll, we'll try. We'll figure it out someday. That'll be that'll be our one-year anniversary. We're going to go ride Rock and Roller Coaster with Ken Marino, and we're going to explain G-forces to the know, audience. You know the first, I don't know, six minutes of 2001 Space Odyssey when the monkeys are smashing the... <laughs> <laughs> the obelisk, obelisk yeah. with the with with, the, bones. Uh, with bones 
a pass holder should make a, a piece of art that shows you and I trying to <laughs> we we are smashing the we're trying to we're just beating our our bones and heads against the uh, the G force obelisk. <laughs> nice. Hopefully, Gail Fox is listening yeah. and can make that for us. So, anyway, thank you again, everyone. It is fantastic. I, I love this stuff, and uh, yeah, you guys are great. So, Jeff, are you ready just to dive in? I get it. <laughs> get it. To our very first water park, talking about. Master Blaster at Schlitterbahn, New Braunfels. I would love to, man, because I'm looking at this map, and I've realized that in the four or five times I've been to Schlitterbahn, I've uh-huh. seen none of Schlitterbahn. Yeah, so Schlitterbahn, for those of you who don't know, Schlitterbahn is the, supposedly, it was at one point the world's largest theme park. For it, a long time. Yeah, yeah, and it's always one of the top-rated theme, uh, water parks in the world. In New Braunfels, Texas. New Braunfels, Texas. Excuse me. You keep adding that S. I keep S. adding that S after the bronze. Uh, it's, no, it's not bronze. It's B-R-A-U. I feel like that's a common thing, though. I, I think so, maybe. I don't know what it is. But anyway, it's just south of Austin, about an hour south of Austin or so. I grew up, as a kid, we would go there every single summer. Yeah. Because, like, the water inside the park is fed by the Kamal River, which runs right next to it. And they literally pull the water out of that river and run it through this water park. And it was always freezing cold. Yeah. And so you have to really just kind of dive in and be like, all right, just get your body used to it because it's going to be that cold all day. Yeah, if you live in Central Texas, you have certainly if you grew up in Central Texas, you have been to Schlitterbahn every summer of your life and you've been tubing down that same river every summer of your life. Those are the two things you do in Central Texas to beat the heat. For those of you who don't know, uh, Schlitterbahn is the hottest, coolest time in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which was just burned into my head. Let's see here. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. I've, I've got. So here's the fun thing. I have physical props for Jeff and I today. I brought some park maps yes. from Schlitterbahn. I grabbed a handful of them, and so I knew it was the last day they were open. So I was like, you know what? I'll grab some. I'll read this from their park map. Welcome in. It actually says that uh, we are thrilled to be your favorite summertime memory maker. Thank you for sharing your time with us at the hottest, coolest time in Texas with two parks in one and over 50 attractions spread across 70 acres. The entire family can experience adventures from mild to wild. Schlitterbahn is a true Texas tradition known for its endless river shoots, thrilling water coasters, epic surfing rides and pint sized water playgrounds. Enjoy all Schlitterbahn has to offer by catching a tram to shuttle you between both sections of the water park. And don't forget, parking is always free and coolers are welcome so find a spot at one of our many shaded picnic table locations and relax unwind and unplug have a schlitterific day (laughs) (laughs) so schlitterbahn it's obviously german which i think i think it means water road right isn't that what schlitterbahn stands for bahn is road right yeah Yeah. I i think it literally means water road and so uh, a lot of German heritage in central Texas. Mm-hmm. It's a thing like my German and Czech. Yeah. Yeah. Czech is huge. My, my grandmother is from Cl- or my mom is from Clifton, Texas, which was a huge, huge Czech and German area. Uh, yeah, Fredericksburg. Just yeah, down the corner. Exactly. Also huge German town. So New Braunfels, obviously, you know, kind of with that heritage, they opened up this water park a long time ago. I don't. Of course, I didn't have any uh, sort of history of it. I probably should have done that. But they've been on the sort of bleeding edge of water park technology. So when you think of body slides, you think of tube shoots, you think of uphill water coasters, most of that started at Schlitterbahn. Like Schlitterbahn was one of the first places on the planet to do that stuff. As a matter of fact, the uphill water coaster, the very first one in existence, was at Schlitterbahn in New Braunfels. Or in New Braunfels, excuse me. I'm gonna beat that. Ass I know. I'm, it's, it's 1979. 1979 is when Schlitterbahn opened. Summer of 1979. So they're coming up on uh, quite a few years now. What is that? 20, 40, uh, over 40 years at this point. Yeah. Schlitterbahn, it's it's a staple of, of Central Texas. I love it very much. But yeah, they they do some really cool innovations. They've spread all over. There's a whole bunch of different. 
parks now. Yeah, there's there, one in Galveston, I believe. There's one in Galveston. Yeah. I think there's one in Kansas. Uh, the one in Kansas had some trouble behind it. There was yeah, a really yeah, yeah. bad story behind that, yeah. but uh, we won't get into that because we're a, we're a friendly, po- happy podcast here. They're actually owned. I didn't realize this until recently. They're owned by Cedar Fair, which is the same group that owns Cedar Point and a bunch of other theme parks around the country. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they got like scooped in. So it's kind of like Disney Universal, Six Flags, and Cedar Fair are kind of like the big theme park groups. And yeah, then I guess yeah, yeah. Bush, Bush Gardens as well. Uh, which that might be under Cedar for anyway. Yeah. So it's actually kind of a larger group now. And as a matter of fact, you can get an annual pass. So you get an annual pass like specifically for Schlitterbahn and New Braunfels, or you can get one for just all the Schlitterbahns, which there's one in Galveston as well, or you can get a platinum pass, which is good for all Cedar fair parks. So I almost bought that. How much is that platinum pass? 200 bucks. Are you serious? Yeah. And that's good for, you said six flags. No, it's good for Cedar, Cedar fair. Cedar fair. Let Let me look up what Cedar fair, Cedar fair parks. Okay, it's uh, California's Great America, Canada's Wonderland, Carowinds, Cedar Point, Dorney Park, King's Dominion, King's Island, Knott's Berry Farm, Michigan's Adventure, Valley Fair, Worlds of Fun, Oceans of Fun, Cedar Point Shores, Knott's Soak City, Boschlitter Bonds, uh, Cedar Point Sports Center, and Sports Force Parks. All under the same umbrella. That's pretty significant. That is a nice amount of parks. And, and so, you said Cal- Great Adventure? Great Adventure, I think, is Six Flags. Okay. Great America. California's Great, America. Great America. Have you heard of that? Mm, okay. It's in California somewhere. Okay, cool. It's uh, 4701 Great America Parkway, Santa Clara, California. Oh, that's where it is. 4701. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Santa Clara is that? That's just north of L.A. or is that Santa Barbara? That's Santa, Santa Barbara. Santa Clara isn't that the fake town where all the vampires were in uh, Buffy? No, that vampire movie. Uh, it's near Sunnyvale, which is I think that's where Buffy. Sunnyvale is where Buffy's from, or Sunnydale. Uh, it is. Let's see. I'm looking. It's, what, oh, it's, it's, it's near. It's, it's Corey Feldman. It's just north of San Jose. <laughs> I almost said Night of the Creeps. No, uh, uh, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Yeah. Okay. Santa Clara, Santa Clarita, something like that. Anyway, it's just north of San Jose, so it's just uh, you got San Francisco, that's north. San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. It's way, that's way north. It's gonna be chilly up there. Anyway, I skipped on the $200 annual pass to All Cedar Fair, mainly because I didn't have my work credit card with me. <laughs> but I, you, you can pretty much guarantee if I would have had that card with me, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead and just grab that, but whatever. Anyway, let's talk about Master Blaster. So Master Blaster is an uphill water coaster, which sounds exactly like what you think. Do you know what the Master Blaster is, Jeff? I know uh, Master Blaster was the bad guy in Kid Video, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Do you know That's about the, the, the water slide, though, the tube slide? <laughs> I know that it's one of the slides that I go to when I, on the few times I've been to Schlitterbahn, that the line is prohibitively long, and so I don't go, I've never been on the ride. It is usually, it's a very long wait, because it's a kind of, it's, there's not a lot of uh, throughput, because mm-hmm. you can only send two people at a time about every 30 seconds, and so it, it is kind of slow, but it's a lot of fun, and it's definitely a unique experience. So Master Blaster is actually the second, or it's the first water coaster is what they call it. They actually had an uphill water slide before. It was, I think, the Master Dragon or the Dragon something. I forget what it's called exactly, but basically, I think I might have it in here. Dragon Blaster, which is over in Surfenberg, which was the the second park. So the, you have Schlitterbahn, which is the original park, and then they built Surfenberg, which is where they had the Boogie Bond. They had that fake wave. Right. Which uh, So uh, on the map, it shows it as Schlitterbahn East and West. Yes. And East is, I guess, the newer side. Is that the Surfenberg side? That's yeah. the side with like the lazy pool and all that. Let me take a look. I've got my own map here. Okay, so... The East one is the one I've been to. I don't think I've ever been to the West side. All right. So the West side is the old park. Yeah. 
I don't think I've ever spent any time over there. You've never been to the old park? I think I've only been to the new side where the, all the stuff that I can't ride because the lines are too long. Really? Oh, so man. I just spend a lot of time going around a circle on that lazy river. Oh, dude, the old park is amazing. Oh, the lazy river, which oh, the the fast lazy river or the wave lazy river? Because they have two. With the there's one that has giant waves, and there's one that's just really fast. Hold on, it's this, the, one. <laughs> this one right here. That's the wave one. Yeah, so that, that, yeah. that's the one. Oh, that, most so, of my Schlitterbahn has been in there because there's no line. So Schlitterbahn East, there is Blastenhof. Which is the the big tower, which Master Blaster is, and then there's Surfenberg. So it's actually kind of separated into two areas. Surfenberg, they have the Boogie Bond, which was a fake wave that was actually like a surf wave yeah. that you can go and like cruise on. And actually, I think it was in a Jackass show, or is either in the movie or is one you can see them like they literally go to San Marcos and go ride the Boogie Bond, and it's like them jumping off and getting just wrecked by it and stuff. But anyway, that one's there. That that was our original too. That's the first thing we can talk about that in the future. But over on the Surfenberg side, you can see that green thing on. On the, the map there, Jeff, that is the Dragon Blaster, which was the very first uphill water ride ever. Oh, I see. So what it is is basically you get on a tube, and as you cross over sensors, it just shoves water up your back and actually is enough water to push you up a hill. Very unique, very cool thing. Never happened before. And then people liked it, but they said it didn't feel like a roller coaster. It was neat, but it was kind of just push you up a little hill, and you keep going, and you go down, and you go up and down. Yeah. But it wasn't like a real big water coaster thing. Master Blaster, they're like, we're going to do this thing right, and they made a water coaster. Let me read this from Schlitterbahn's website. Six stories tall, over 1,000 feet in length, this ride has been voted the best water ride in the United States time and time again. Selected as the best water ride in the nation again and again, Master Blaster combines the up and down thrills of a roller coaster with the unique experience of being propelled by jets of water. Riders ascend to the top of the Blastenhof Tower where they find two passenger inflatable boats waiting for them. Once in position on the launch platform, they are sent down a three-story plunge, then back up three stories into a twisting tunnel. Riders get a brief Brief glimpse of the tower they just left before dropping once again. Master Blaster continues its course, figure eighting around the tower, blasting uphill and down before entering the climactic pretzel-shaped downward spiral. Master Blaster is nonstop action. Did you do it last weekend? I did. I how, did. How was it? It's awesome. It's, how, it's such a cool thing. How it, long was the was the wait? So, uh, fun fact: I got there. The place is pretty empty. As you walk up the tower, it's a big tower. It's six stories tall. On the landing below the final landing, there's a sign that says, you are two hours away yeah. from experiencing Master Blaster. And it's like, and thankfully, I mean, it was empty. So I just walked past that. I made it to the top landing. And even then, it was just kind of it wound around a few times. I still waited probably 45 minutes to get on. And then how long is the ride? <laughs> Rides about uh, maybe a minute or so. Okay. It's a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, so the funny thing was I got up there, waited in line, and then I literally, I was counting the pairs because you can go in groups of two or one. And so I was just going by myself because none of my friends were, you know, brave enough. And uh, Really? No one, no, like, it, it's, yeah, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so, uh, so I was there, I was counting the pairs in front of me. Seven groups in front of me, and like they they were kind of le slowly letting people in because there is still some kind of social distancing, and so they're letting people in. Seven people, eh, eh, eh. and I look. The two people that had just gone were too heavy as a pair and didn't make it all the way up the first ramp, and they were just stuck there. What happens? And so I was like, "Oh, that's not good." And so they're like, well, hey, guys, uh, we're going to have to stop the ride for a minute and take care of this. It's got to be like another 20 minutes or so. And it's like, oh. it's like, you can stay here. You can go. You can take off. And I was like, oh, I might as well wait. And so what happened was, you know, there is a weight limit. They actually have a scale. It doesn't show you numbers, but it like, has like a green light, a yellow light or a red light. Uh -huh. And so I guess they ignored that or whatever. And so this couple got on 
the first hill they went up and the water didn't push them hard enough up the first hill and they just stopped. And so it actually has like pads where basically the water will fall through and just kind of stop in position. And so they shut down the whole thing, killed all the water, and then a lifeguard actually walked the tube, like walked up the ride. Three to stories them. in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six stories at that point. Six stories, yeah. And actually had them get out and had them walk around and get to like the next drop and then put them on. And then he, like the lifeguard left. Then they cranked it full of water and shoved them the rest of the way down. They made it the rest of the way down. And then they had to do like a bunch of tests before they could reopen it again. And they finally reopened it like 20 minutes later. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I'd never seen that before. But there's a lot of safety mechanisms because they don't want people running into each other. I would love to interview somebody who works at a either Slitterbond or a, a similar water park. Yeah. I would love to talk to someone who's like an engineer on that stuff. Yeah, like, absolutely. How do you figure that stuff out? So. Here's some history on it from, from Wikipedia. In the late 1980s, Jeff Henry, a member of the Henry family that owns and operates Schlitterbahn. J or G, Jeff? Uh, J. Hmm. J-E-F-F. Uh, convinced the family to help provide R&D for a surfing type ride that was being developed by Thomas Lochfield. He was working on an attraction that was capable of spraying a stream of water over molded plastic sheets and asked the Henrys for assistance with developing a soft foam coating. In 1991, Schlitterbahn installed the first Wavelock Flow Rider, an attraction that simulates a continuous wave on which a rider can surf. The Flow Rider, dubbed Boogie Bond, opened as the centerpiece of Surfenberg, a newly developed section of the park east of the original Schlitterbahn. So this is the, the new kind of area. They opened, they pretty much built this whole park based on that one thing. That's cool. Following the Flow Rider, Lockfail presented him with the idea of using water jets to propel a raft uphill on a water slide. The device was called Master Blaster, an uphill water coaster. Schlitterbahn installed the first Master Blaster, called Dragon Blaster, in the Surfenberg section of the park. It opened in May of 1994, and the PR director, Sherry Bramall, invited members of the American Coaster Enthusiast, uh, ACE, which we've talked about before, they invited them to the park to try the new technology and provide feedback. The enthusiasts were excited about the new technology, but suggested the ride needed more hills like a roller coaster. Two years later, Schlitterbahn opened an even larger Master Blaster, simply called Master Blaster, in a newly developed area called Blastenhof, across from the parking lot to the southeast of Surfenberg. So that's what we're talking about today. So that's like the second area on the Surfenberg area. Schlitterbahn yeah. East is what this is. So first one, Dragon Blaster. Uh, the line for that was like three hours long. I'm like, I'm not waiting for that. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm like, so we went over to Surfenberg and I was like, hey, I'll wait for this one. That's how a Master Blaster came to be. I want to say there is a Art of Engineering video on YouTube uh, that explains how uphill water coasters work. I don't know, though. And of course, I didn't grab that link. But you should check it out. It's pretty neat how they work. They don't still have that wave. What was it called? The Boogie, Boogie Bond. Bo yeah, Boogie Bond they do? Yeah, of course where, they do. Where is it on the... Where it's, is it uh, the if you're looking at the thing here, it's number... Uh, it's like a light orange 45... On the map right there. Oh, okay. That's tiny. Yeah, it's, well, yeah. it's, yeah, it's kind of small. But, I mean, it, the wave itself is only about, like, maybe 20 feet wide. So that's the precursor to all those surf spots they have now. Like They, they built one out east of Austin. I think it's closed yeah. down since yeah, then, yeah, but yeah. there's one in Waco now. I have some information about that. So in 2003, the company Whitewater... Okay, this is, this, this is about Master Blaster. In, in 2003, the company Whitewater licensed Master Blaster uphill technology and now have installed over 200 versions of the Master Blaster around the world. Oh, wow. They also have... Have over 30 configurations of the Master Blaster to choose from as well. You said they licensed it? Yeah, so basically they bought the rights to Master Blaster and they were just installing them all over. So that technology now is all over the place. It's in over 200 different But it's versions. there. It's Schlitterbahn's yeah. technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah Schlitterbahn. God, they make so much money oh, off yeah. that. That's awesome. So there's a, Good for them. Yeah, the Schlitterbahn, you know, there's a few Schlitterbahn parks. They all have variations of this yeah. now. It's a common thing now, like the uphill water coaster stuff. But now you're seeing in other water parks and stuff because it's been licensed out. But, uh, 
the surfing technology is really cool. And well, maybe I wish we could talk to someone who's like the engineer behind that. There's a TV show right now on. I don't know. It's on one of the big three networks, I believe, maybe NBC, but it's like America's next or the next great surfer or whatever. Yeah. And it's them. This They are just constantly in like a surfing pool. I was watching it the other day. I wasn't crazy about the show, but it was really neat to watch the technology uh, yeah. of those surfing pools now and how far they've come. Yeah. I mean, this thing is over almost 30 years old at this point. And it's like, is it still going? You know, yeah. you, basically they give you a little like boogie board and you lay on it and you're on your belly and you try to go and then they just blast you off of it. And it's neat because... Boogiebon, actually, the water from that, because it's a constant jet of water and it's moving very quickly, it feeds into a lazy river. And so it's an actual really, really fast lazy river because the water is coming off of Boogie Bond into that. And as a matter of fact, like as you reach sort of the mouth of where the water comes out, you go from like kind of creeping along to just jetting. So it's a lot of fun to kind of like work over there and dive into like the yeah. fast part and just get launched. It's a lot of fun. If you've never been to Schlitterbahn, in my experience, I want to say I've been there maybe five times over the last 20 years. Uh, in my experience, it, at least I've always been so unlucky that it's been so prohibitively busy <laughs> that I've become real good friends with the Lazy River because there is no line for the Lazy River. It blows me away you have not been to Schlitterbahn West, like the original Schlitterbahn area. I, don't, I mean, maybe walked through it, it's, but you have to take a bus over to it from the other side, you, right? It, I don't it, think I've ever done that. To me, it feels like knowing you... If you knew that part existed, you would never want to leave that area. It feels very Jeff. It's kind of like that old school kind of like classic, like this feels a little dangerous kind of park. Yeah. Where it's like way too much concrete and it's like the... It, the like the, my childhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> way too much concrete. Well, if you go to ne next season, I have an annual pass. So next season, <laughs> we'll go to Schlitterbahn. That's going to be my autobiography someday. Way too much concrete, the Jeff Ramsey story. Uh, dude, I would love that. I, okay. would, I, I mean, I want to go to every theme park with you. Um I was even seeing some of the comments uh, recently of people uh, lamenting that we, you know, we only were covering just like a lot of Disney and, yeah, yeah. and Universal Studios. But uh, it's only because, well, not only because they're, I think, 14 of the 15 largest or most popular theme parks in the world are those yeah. two properties. Yeah. But man, it's, it's we've been chomping at the bit to get out and go to new places yeah. and explore. Yeah. And like, unfortunately, we were supposed to go to Six Flags we had tickets. We had tickets to go to the San Antonio one. About three weeks ago at this point? It was the last Thursday it was open. Now, Right now it's open on weekends. And I think I was the, I think I blew that. We both got sick. So yeah. I caught RSV, that respiratory virus thing. And, oh, and then my daughter got sick. And then your daughter also got, I think she got the same thing I did. And so it was one of those things where I was like, I could have forced myself to go. Because at that point I wasn't contagious. I'm like, I yeah. could go, but I was running it like... 60% and you were worried about your daughter and I was like oh, let's just pull just the didn't plug. Feel, it didn't yeah. feel like a good day to go to a theme park but producer Ben and editor Dennis they went because <laughs> they were going anyway to record stuff <laughs> well we couldn't get we couldn't get the Dude, tickets back <laughs> they were sending me photos the place was empty oh, and it was, I was like oh and I knew it was going to be that like that sucks. too and they were, they had a great time so but, that's good I'm happy for them but rest I assured gone. as it's safe we will go out yes. and we will explore Every theme park we can get to yeah. in your town, in everybody's town, we want to go. We want to see. We want. I would love to be able to say someday that Jack and I have visited every theme park. Twenty twenty two is going to be a year of you and I traveling around and just riding so many so. freaking rides. I really. Uh, hope so. Yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, we're actually going to Orlando in just a couple weeks. Actually, when this episode airs, we may be in Orlando. When is this one coming out? This is coming out on October seventh. So next week, we're going to be in Orlando. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Doing Halloween Horror Night stuff. Somewhere along the ride of this show, uh -huh. I realized it was it was in this room when we started recording in person. But I realized that I had turned some sort of a corner where now I uh, I'm into this stuff. Oh yeah, like I'm interested enough 
Yeah, like it's. I'm thinking about it outside of work, and like it's you're you're. It's it's really. Yeah, I think I, I think I've been becoming. I realize I have very limited experience, but I, the more we talk about it, and the more comfortable I feel with it, and the more I like, the more we talk about, it, the more I understand it, and the more yeah. versed I feel in it. And I I feel like I'm becoming through you. I, I'm becoming a legitimate enthusiast. Well, I think I knew you were eventually going to kind of get into this because I know you you love stuff like Meow Wolf. Yeah, and Meow Wolf is basically a theme park. Is what it really comes yeah. down to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And theme parks, the way they design stuff and the way they kind of like craft your experience is the same sort of ideas as somewhere like Meow Wolf, just on like a, sort of a more of a general level. But when you really take the time to appreciate what goes into all of this stuff, all the work and the storytelling, and it's just like, oh, there's a whole other level to this stuff. I love expressions of creativity and especially when there's tremendous effort yeah. behind those expressions. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is like... Yeah, it's really, I wouldn't say it's winning me over because it didn't need to win me over. I've never disliked theme parks, yeah. but it's definitely like, it definitely have caught the bug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good to hear, Jeff. I'm, I'm really happy for that. I'm, me too. I, I'm looking forward to you and I traveling around the country, riding a whole bunch of rides, and hopefully meeting a lot of you pass holders in the process. So here we go, Jeff. All right. Now, without further ado, are you ready to join me on the Blastenhof Tower and ride Master Blaster? I am. I'm All very right. excited to. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Jeff! Jack. Hey, we're on the tower. We're really, really high up, Jeff. Would you say like six stories? Six stories. Look at look at the view, Jeff. You can see how high we are up here. You know I'm not great with heights anymore. I know. I don't know what happened to you, but that's okay. So, Age. All right, so we're riding Master Blaster. We've climbed up this tower. We waited in line for like two hours to get in. Jeff, are you ready to ride Master Blaster with me? We're going to share a raft. Uh, I am. Uh, assuming that I'm we, in the back. Assuming no, I have to be in the back because the heavier person has to be in the back. Oh, oh great! <laughs> you're, you're welcome. I'm gonna get flung off the front. All right, so Jeff. Okay, we're we're waiting our turn. Uh, I guess we passed the weight limit thing because that's they're giving us the thumbs up. We're gonna get in the tube, Jeff. Are you okay, ready? I'm ready. I'm ready to get in the okay, tube. I'm, I'm just like a regular yellow grocery store. Like I gotta buy this at Walmart. I know. Put your okay. I'm gonna put my feet on either side of your uh, on your on your sides. That okay? Are you, All right. You ready? I'm ready. But Jack, I, I need some reassurance. Is this a, this is an industrial strength raft this it, is it it's been going for quite a, a long time okay. we should be okay like almost 20 25 years 30 years at this point so you ready okay, okay there, there's a traffic light ahead okay it's gone green jeff the guy said are we ready we're gonna say thumbs up ready jeff you ready ready all right here we go and here we go we're going jeff we're going down it's a three it's three story drop on ah, no, we're, <laughs> we're going up jeff ah, that's so fast three we, stories go so we fast go down and then back up again jeff we're going back up Wee, there's so much water down turns oh, to the left it's pretty lean left jeff where's the camera lean there's no camera on this oh. one okay we got another big drop you ready uh, going down and now we're going back uh, up the water is shoving us up jeff look there's the tower to our right that we were just waiting in line there we're going down and back up again Whee! i feel like i'm getting jostled like crazy <laughs> all right we're gonna lean to the right jeff oh, you gotta lean, pretty lean with the raft okay now we're gonna go down we're picking up speed now jeff all right Whee! Lean again. Now we're, we're leading we're leading water's going everywhere wave now we're dropping now we're going we're gonna go back up uh, ah, the water's pushing us up the thing there's people yelling at us Whee! now we're going back up again uh, oh my okay. afraid we're gonna make that we got another tube. We're going left this time, Jeff. Leading that was, that left. pretty again. <laughs> it's very nice. Look at that. The, the, the holes have kind of like, you know, poked in the ceiling. And now, whatever. And, we're going around. We're spinning around in it, circles, Jeff. It looks Whoa. like an, intention, an intentional seascape art thing. We're going super far. We're really Whoa. picking up speed. Now we're, we're rocking back and forth, Jeff. We're going right. We're going right. We're okay. We're going to go down. Ah, and now we're in the pool. Jeff, we did it. We made it all the way around, and we landed in the pool, and the lifeguard still needs to get out of the tube so they can send it back up the thing. <laughs> How uh, does it go back up? So that's it. We did it. We we rode Master Blaster together, Jeff. How did they get that back up to the top? 
So at the bottom, they actually have three different rides on, on the Blast and Hoff Tower. Thank you for riding with me, by the way. Dude, thank you for having me. That was so much fun. Absolutely. So they, they have three cold rides water. on the Blast and Hoff Tower. Water. They have, I think it's like Knights. We've got a map here. What, what are they called? It's like maps. It's, it's 21, 22, 23. Wolfpack, Master Blaster, and Black Knight. There you go. So Black Knight is more of your traditional tube kind of coaster. Wolfpack is kind of a family coaster. It's a slower moving, like big water thing or yeah. like a big tube thing where like three people get in and all go down together and then Master Blaster is the one we just rode with the raft. So the very bottom, the Wolfpack and Master Blaster kind of land near each other. They actually have like a treadmill that takes the tubes from the bottom all the way up. So they oh, literally okay. drop it on there and it like pulls it up can to you, the top. Can and you then... ride the treadmill? No. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be very dangerous. dangerous I bet. Yeah. I see that number 24 is Bamboozle Bay Heated Pool. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what the bamboozle there is. It's actually heated by kids pee. Probably. That, that was actually underneath the Master Blasters, like underneath that giant tower. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That's it. That's Master Blaster. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a very cool, unique experience. And I know, I mean, when it came out back in 94, it was revolutionary. Yeah. I mean, literally no one had ever done anything like that before. And now it's a little bit more common. You know, it's been around for, you know, over 20 years, 25 years at this point. And you're seeing it more places, but this was the first. I just want to say thanks, Jack. I think I first went to Schlitterbahn. I was in the Army, so probably 96, 95, 96. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I'd ever ride that ride because every time I've from that time and every time I've been since I would I would not stand in the line uh, in the sun. So I thank you for finally helping me experience Master Boss. Absolutely. And actually, uh, so here's a fun fact for you, Jeff. They actually have a fast pass type system now at Schlitterbahn called the Blast Pass, which allows you to skip lines. Oh. So it might be something if you and I want to go back. We could blast we past could that line. Blast past all of them. There you Dude, go. I see also that their sponsors are uh, a bunch of different sponsors, but one of them is Panama Jack. Hey. I forgot about that. Boy, that, talk about the 80s. Those, those my crappy, the crappy sunglasses yeah, and, and hats t-shirts and stuff. and stuff. Look at the, they didn't get the good logo. Uh, uh -huh. They got the low-res logo for the, oh. <laughs> for the, for the park map, unfortunately. Oh, the soda straws, the Coca-Cola soda straws. They've been if, there forever. If you get one of these autographed maps by Jack and I, take a look at the Panama Jack logo <laughs> at the bottom of the Blast Pass page. Well, that's going to do it, Jeff. That was our very first water park we've ever done. And there's there's a lot of water parks to go to. Won't so. be the last. No, not at all. You know, Disney has two water parks. What, what SPF do you put on when you go to a water park? At least 50. Yeah. At least 50. you got to be very careful, right? Yeah. You're very fair. Yeah. I don't mess around anymore with that stuff. When I was a kid, I hated putting on sunscreen. Now I'm like, oh, no, load me up, man. Can it's you tan? No, no. Yeah, you, I mean, you can, you can actually see. I mean, I've got like the sort of farmer's tan yeah, where I yeah, go like yeah. a just a darker shade of white, but that's pretty much it. So, sorry, you were saying Disney has two water. Yeah, parks. Yeah, Disney's got two water parks. Universal has Volcano Bay, which we can always check out too. Like, there's a lot of water parks around, and I know okay. a lot of people have been asking if we're going to cover that stuff. And the answer is yes, we'd love to. And yeah, especially now that we're getting into winter, yeah, fall and winter, it's, <laughs> it's a water park. Season. I think Volcano Bay might be heated. At least a, a lot of it is. Well, so. it certainly uh, it certainly uh, suggested in the title. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thank you again, everyone who's been asking us to check out stuff. And everyone who's like, hey, are you going to come to Cedar Point? Are you going to come to Alton Towers? Are you going to come? to Yes, yes, yes. We want to. We want to go to all of these parks. Like uh, That's the ultimate goal is to be able to travel around, check out all the various parks. We're going to Bush Gardens. Of course we are. So anyway, thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us. All right, Jeff. Well, enough talking about Master Blaster. Let's do some Q&A. Q 
and A, like Q is in line, Q&A, that I pulled from our comments over on Rooster Teeth of the previous episode I saw. Here we go, starting out with M.K. Meyer. Story, my first roller coaster experience that I can remember was on Space Mountain Magic Kingdom in Orlando when I was seven or eight. Halfway through the ride, the lights turned on and we were able to see the horrifyingly close scaffolding all around us. The experience scarred me and I didn't ride another roller coaster for five years. My family makes regular trips to Disney. Funnily enough, the ride that got me back into coasters was Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, there That's you go. That's pretty cool. So I love stories like that. I just love hearing stories about people's first experiences on rides and stuff. You love hearing about people's initial terror and yeah, how they slowly yeah. over and kind of like years we, and years overcame it. Like we talked about, you know, the Judge Roy scream. Like that mm-hmm. was my first coaster. I love hearing. Like, how did you get into this? Yeah, you know? yeah. L.A. Buttered or La Buttered says, you guys got to start doing video with this and Jeff's other podcast. This is great, but now that all y'all are in studio, we need the podcast in person so you guys don't understand how much your faces are needed. So. La Buttered, do I have news for you? We are actually working on doing a video version of this podcast. Now, don't expect any sort of like super high production value type stuff, but if you're a fan of old school Rooster Teeth podcasts, like the old drunk tank era of podcast, that's what you're going to see. So we're going to be having like locked off cameras, Jeff and I recording in the booth. If you want to, you can actually subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash annual pass right now. And that content will be coming soon. And so yeah. we're, we're working on it now. I don't have a date for you yet, but we are absolutely working on it, trying to get video content up very, very soon. And we've already been doing testing. It's going very well. Let me add, though, uh, that is not the case for Jeff's other podcast. Okay. That will not be filmed because the, the principles of that podcast are in different countries. That's true. Uh, also, I'd like to point out, if you are a person who enjoys Annual Pass and you like family-friendly content, don't search for that other podcast. <laughs> Forget that it was ever mentioned. We won't talk about it again on this podcast, I promise you. Yeah. So thank you, LeButtered, and thank you again, everyone. Check out our video content coming very soon. And also, it's going to give us a nice place to be able to drop our video stuff. Absolutely. Like our Velocicoaster uh, ride, even the the remix that Penguin Studios did of the Velocicoaster thing, which is fantastic. And I, we still have that tour, that walking tour we did. We, I don't know did whatever a, happened to that. Yeah, that's, well, that's an audio thing. An we audio have, thing, but I'm saying we could do that in video form yeah. going forward. There's a lot of opportunity, I yeah. think. Yeah. It's one of those things content. like when we started this podcast, the idea was audio only because, you know, we're doing a lot of audio only podcasts. It was easy to do from home. But ultimately, I kind of wanted to include video content, and now yeah. things are opening back up, and it's like, all right, let's let's figure this out. So video content is coming, but I'm glad you're looking forward to it. King of the Mooners says, what is your favorite seasonal event at a theme park? Mine was Star Wars Weekends at Disney Hollywood Studios. Lots of Star Wars character meet and greets and actual actors from the movies and animated shows. So... Jeff, a lot of these theme parks will actually have like special events like, you know, Magic Kingdom has like the Mickey's uh, very, very merry holiday party. I think it's like a Christmas party. They have Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Um, oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, and so uh, that one is mine. That, that one's my favorite, the not-so-scary Halloween party, because you can dress up in costume and walk around the park, and they have, like, trick-or-treating. So you can, like, trick-or-treat at, like, Jungle Cruise, and they'll give you candy. And they have, like, special Halloween. They have, are like, the rides still going? Yeah, all the rides are still going. They have oh, okay. They have a Halloween parade that, like, kicks off with the Headless Horseman. So it's a dude on horseback holding a pumpkin that's on fire, hauling butt through Magic Kingdom. And that, it's, like... That sounds awesome. Really cool. And then, like, they have this awesome fireworks show... That's actually like all Halloween themed and stuff. So that's really, really cool. That's my favorite. Do you have one? I, I don't know if you have enough experience. Halloween Horror Nights is what I anticipate <laughs> uh, being the answer. Nice. Well, well, we'll be checking that out next week if you're listening to this. So uh, stay tuned for Halloween Horror Nights content very soon. 
Edge Rocks One says, what is your favorite time of year to go to theme parks? We love going down to Disney World September, October because you get Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, Food and Wine Festival over at Epcot, and it starts to kind of cool down a bit so you don't have to worry about passing out from the Florida summer heat. Unfortunately, that's not a very easy time for us to go right now since I'm in college, but I look forward to my first trip back in early fall after I graduate. That's kind of, yeah, towards the end of the year, but like you have to avoid Thanksgiving and Christmas because it gets real packed around there. But there's kind of a window right between those, like first or second week of December. That's like a perfect time to go. That or like the third week of January, the place is empty. And really? That's that's my third go- week of January. It's, it's when schools start going back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so like, I like the idea. I like that idea. Yeah, it's yeah. like colleges start up again and like most schools in the nation are back in. And so right around then, the parks are dead. And it's yeah. just, it's so nice to go. So, so listen to that, families. If you don't care about your kids' education, <laughs> third week of January is perfect time for a vacation. Exactly, exactly. So, all right. Well, you know, I always ask a question of our audience, and that's why we're giving away these autographed park maps as well. And as a matter of fact, before I get into it, we actually had our first piece of annual pass mail, fan mail. Like an actual physical mail. Oh, look at it. Like, I got this. So it came with some park maps from Avengers Campus at Disney's California Adventure. I think it's the opening day thing. It says, I got a letter here. It says, hey, yo, Jack, and an annual pass, folks. I have been meaning to send these to you as soon as I got them, but please enjoy the Avenger Campus opening week park maps for Disney's California Adventure DCA to us locals. Thanks for all the awesome content, and if you are ever at Disneyland Resort, hope to show you around. I am a Disneyland CM Legacy, and that's cast member, and have a lot of trivia like the Skyway cars in the Matterhorn. I let you guys know about that. So this oh. is a person. This is Ariel Ortiz, a newly magic key holder, Ariel Ortiz. Thank you very much for the, the maps. And they let us know about the little Easter egg in the Matterhorn thing. Thank you so much, Ariel. That's, so I, I feel really terrible. Cool. We didn't get you anything. That's I'm terrible. not giving away these maps. These maps stay with me. I don't have any of the Avengers Campus opening stuff. So that's very, very exciting. So anyway, I asked a question of you, the community, the pass holders. And the last question I asked that we're going to answer today is what attraction deserves its own movie? So this is from a few weeks ago. Big D0228 says, not exactly a ride, but a film slash miniseries around Typhoon Lagoon, which is a water park. Hmm. I can see the possibility of adding lore to the setting with original characters and backstories on the boats and areas before the big typhoon swept the area and have a climax be the typhoon. So that could be kind of cool. Typhoon Lagoon. I Absolutely. I see that being a thing. Meaty Orbs says, I love Figment and would be so happy with an imagination movie, but using the original story with Dreamfinder. So Figment is a little purple dragon dude. A lot of people said Figment and Dreamfinder. In oh, the yeah. Comments. We talked about him last last episode we recorded. Yeah, yeah. Ace OXAT says, since they've done most of the other iconic rides, Pirates, Jungle Cruise, etc., I think the, on next on the list should be Space Mountain. Keep the adventure style of Jungle Cruise and Pirates of exploring an alien planet. Mm, that could be kind of cool. That's interesting, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. SJ Simpson says, I think they should do an Expedition Everest movie purely so we can get an actual moving Yeti again. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus points if there's an after credit scene of the Yeti disco dancing. So Disco Yeti. Did we talk about that at all? So... They, no, they, but Disco Yeti is a thing in uh, Plants vs. Zombies, the video game. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, so so the Yeti in Expedition Everest is this giant animatronic, massive animatronic. They built the mountain around this animatronic. It's okay. so big. It takes this big swing at you when you went by. Yeah. It turns out it was so big and it was moving so much that it was actually rattling the entire mountain and was breaking it. So they had to disable the animatronics inside this giant thing and instead darken the whole area and just flash strobe lights on it to make it look like it's moving. So they call it the Disco Yeti. So Disco Yeti in the video game is an homage to that, I would assume. Maybe? I mean... What else would it be? Expedition Everest came out in, like, 90... No, early 2000s, I Lance think. Lance vs. Zombies came out in 2015, maybe? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, what, what, how else would you get to a Disco Yeti? That's true. That's yeah, true. I don't know. 
Spare Sao Center, Spare SAO Center says, I want a movie about Big Thunder Mountain. I want to know how the iconic dinosaur bones got dug up so delicately, why the trains go where it does, and why the dangerous explosions happens in the end. How did the wildest ride in the wilderness get so wild? Was it always so wild? That's a good one. I like that. I don't even think about that. Stephen Err 425 says, It's a small world. Totally serious. Like, I could totally see it being a super cute Pixar movie. Okay. I could see that. A yeah. Kids movie is It's a Small World. And our winner that I randomly selected out of all the people who answered, so many people answered this. Thank you again. I read all of them. I just picked a few to talk about today. Our winner, the randomly selected, was Snipper16, who says, I would love for them to make a new movie based around the Matterhorn. There was one in 1959 called The Third Man on the Mountain, which the ride was based on. But a new movie based around what the ride is today would be really cool to see. A hiking team in Switzerland comes across a cave of a Yeti and a bunch of broken and stolen gear from past expeditions. Then it's all about their struggle to try to survive the descent down the mountain while being hunted. That would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it would. I mean, that'd be pretty neat. So good on you, Snipper16. Congratulations. I'll reach out to you. And now I have autograph maps, so I promise I'll be mailing these things out soon. So here you go. Now I ask a question of the, of the pass holders. My question this week, we're theming around water parks and stuff. My question this week is, do you prefer tube rides or body slides? So body slides are water rides, like the downhill water rides, where you don't have anything. It's just you, and you like cross your hands and feet and slide yeah, down yeah. it. And tube rides is where you get in a rubber tube and go down the tube. Tube rides, to me, typically go faster, but body slides just feel something about like being just on the water is so cool. I would prefer whichever feels more dangerous, so probably the body. Yeah, body body rides are fun. Body ride, yeah. yeah. There, there's one called the Durban at Schlitterbahn. It's just a giant like raceway. It was a lot of fun. So Anyway, let us know in the comments what you think. I personally love tube rides because it feels like they go faster to me. So tube rides or body slides, and you know, and let us know what water parks you go to. Check it out. So that's going to do it this week, Jeff. Not quite, Jack. I, I need to issue a, a, a mid-episode retraction. <gasps> I did some Googling uh, there, and uh, I realized that I was confl- thinking about Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. I was conflating uh, treasure yetis with disco oh. zombies. And so I invented a disco yeti. I don't think it existed. No. Well, so okay. I was looking to make connections that weren't there. Well, I'm glad yeah. you corrected yourself. Already yeah. people are like editing their comments. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> like, I hope so. I can't believe I hope I caught it in Jeff. time. Yeah. Uh, no, no, okay, just kidding. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Annual Pass. Thank you very much to all of the pass holders, everyone listening right now. It really does mean the world to us. Don't forget, take photos of you wearing your annual pass merchandise out in the wild and please send it to us over on social media, annual underscore pass on Instagram and Twitter. Again, if someone takes a selfie with Jack the Clown King at Halloween Horror Nights wearing an annual pass thing, I'll send you a map because I now have maps. Uh, Jeff and I are going out to Orlando in a couple weeks to uh, to actually go check out Halloween Horror Nights and we got so much fun stuff planned. We're going to do more recording in the park as well. We also have some other fun stuff planned we do we do yeah so okay so while we're in the park i don't know if we filled up already but while we're in orlando jeff and i are going to do a community meetup yeah with the pass holders yeah so we're actually renting out a mini golf course and we're going to hang out with some pass holders so i'm sure if we if we have information if it's still available we will put a link in the description you can check that out you can rsvp to it and come and say hi to jeff and i maybe socially distance away but we'll take lots of photos and you know throw autograph stuff at you we thought to ourselves what's the best way to spend time with all of these like thrill riding uh, theme park <laughs> enthusiasts, these people who are obsessed with with speed and danger. Let's play mini golf. Let's play mini golf. So check that out. Thank you again. We're so excited to get out there. We love you guys. Jeff, you feel like you learned something today? I do. Awesome. That's good to hear. I learned that there's another side to Schlitterbahn. <laughs> the, the, the east side. Yeah. Check that out next time. So that's going to do it. You guys stay safe out there. We love you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>